You're not a stranger by no means of this pulpit or church. We love and appreciate you. God bless you. Got flowers. You got them, brother. I didn't say they'd all stay. I'm just saying you got them, brother. <laughs> Y'all tired of standing? Thank you. Thank you very much. You may be seated. Oh, you're already seated. I thought y'all was giving me a standing ovation already. Hallelujah. Some praise God. Uh, I didn't have nothing to say. No, I, you know, I mean, what I, what I tell you, wife? What I tell you? What I tell you, Leanna? What'd you say? But a scripture, a scripture. Don't stand up. Stay comfortable. Hallelujah. A scripture. It'll go along with your service tonight. How about that? I did write this down, or something, and uh, how many glad you made the effort to come to the house of God tonight? How many are glad that you know this great God? How many are glad that He's still alive and He's still working miracles? Hey, hallelujah. But you know, there's some. Time, place, and circumstance have a whole lot to do with how God works and moves. God don't always do everything the same way every time. And you shouldn't expect it that way either. But you should expect him to keep his word. Because he expects you to expect that because that's what faith is. The expectation of hope is faith in God. I'm scratching my head for you. Hallelujah. Praise God. And, um, man, I'm so glad we don't uh, have fellowship tonight. What time? They all normally go home about 9.30. I can use that for my time. And uh, there's a song that says, Cause when it's my time. I'm going to take my time just to behold his face. When it's my time, I'm going to take my time to talk of his amazing grace. And so it's my time. and uh, It's high time that you figure out that I'm going to take my time. Hallelujah. But let me read this scripture. Let me read this scripture. I'm not going to preach to you. I'm just going to talk for a minute. Let us therefore fear. 
lest a promise being left us of his of entering into his rest any of you should seem to come short of it Going to turn to Romans. Eight and twenty-five, and read some scriptures. I'm not, I don't know how to preach this. I'm just going to read these scriptures to you. How about that? Is that all right with y'all? Hallelujah. Romans eight and twenty-five says it this way. Uh, or twenty-four. Let's go to twenty-four, and we'll say, "For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope." For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. Everybody say patience. And so Hebrews 10 and 36 says this and I'll go over to 34 and read that and say for ye had compassion of me and my bonds and took joyfully the spoiling of your goods knowing in yourselves that ye have in heaven a better and an enduring substance cast not away therefore your confidence which hath great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. And there's another scripture that says, for unto whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises by the Spirit and by Jesus Christ Himself. So sometimes we get in a hurry for God to do what you want Him to do and what He would love to do, but He's got a work in mind. He's looking at something that you can't see. Well, I'm doing the will of God. How come I don't have my promise yet? And how come he hasn't answered my prayer? He said, after that you have done the will of God. You can need some patience. And hold fast the promise of God. Don't let it falter. Don't let it waver. Stand on the promise. It may look dark. You might be in a storm. But the storm is not indicative of where God is in His action and in His workings for the thing that you're desiring. The storm and the trial and the tribulation is for a moment. But the promises of God are sure. And in Him, in Christ Jesus 
there yea and in him amen. And so sometimes we, 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 we want to push the envelope and we want to push God into things. And uh, he says, I'm not ready for that yet. And if we push him hard enough, he'll say, okay. And the latter end of Hezekiah didn't work out so good as it would have been if he'd have went on when God said, you're going to die. So for me to let the glory and the power of God be manifest in the church and in our lives, we have to learn how to have patience. Tribulation worketh patience. And patience experience. And experience, and experience hope. And hope is shed abroad in our hearts by the love of God, by the Holy Ghost that has given us. And hope maketh not ashamed. That's what it says. For hope maketh not ashamed. For the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. And so, so uh, tribulation and, 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 and things come our way sometimes in the midst of our asking. But it doesn't mean that Michael isn't fighting. And Gabriel standing at his shoulder. Waiting for the way to clear so he can get through and bring to Daniel the word of the Lord and the thing that he's prayed for. Because, Daniel, I'm going to show you things that are not yet, that are to be in the time that is to come. And I'm going to give you the visions and show you dreams. Because I love my people. And so God has given to us exceeding great and precious promises. But there is that time of, of patience. And if you'll look at the churches, when he wrote to the churches in the book of, of Revelations. Chapter 2 says this, And to the angel of the church of Ephesus write these things. Saith he that hold, holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. I got my help right here if y'all wondering what I'm doing with this. I'm, I'm not texting nobody. God's texting me. I'm letting him send me some. Something like that. It's not really him texting, but he put it down somewhere. Now I got it on here. If I want to call it texting, I'll call it texting. You can just deal with it. Hallelujah. Praise God. But he said, He that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks, I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience. How thou canst not bear them which are evil, and hast tried them which say they are apostles, and found them liars, and hast borne and hast patience, for my name's sake hast labored, and has not fainted. Patience. Now, if you'll read on, uh, it says in 2 and 19, it says, I know thy works to one of the other churches, and thy charity, and thy service, and faith, and thy patience, and thy works. 
and the last to be more than the first. Three and ten of Revelations. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Revelation 13 and 10 says, He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. And then it says something that's kind of, I don't know. He says, Here is the patience and faith of the saints. Now he's talking about when the man of sin comes, comes on the scene and the, when the 144,000 are, are, are sealed and then the, the number of them that the vine of the earth and then, you know, the, the earth is reaped and then the vine of the earth is reaped. God, you know, God's going to come in with a sharp sickle and take away the church first and then he's going to reap the vine of the earth and the vine of the earth, he throws it into the wine press of the wrath of the almighty God. You don't want to be left for that second reaping. You want to make it in that first. But he's talking about the things that are going to happen when the, when the, the mark of the beast is poured out. And them that has patience, 14 and 12, it says it like this. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus Christ. So there's something to be said. About those that uh, endure. How I many know that? And the word patience here is uh, is like an enduring faith, or a, a um, uh, you know, there's patience of. You've heard of the patience of Job. It says in James how that uh, how that Job, you know, he held on to God, and because of the patience of Job, that God requited him all of that stuff he lost and blessed him better later than he was ever blessed before time. I don't know how he dealt with the loss of the first sons and daughters and all of that stuff, but I just know that God has a way of taking us beyond that when He takes us when He takes us to that New Jerusalem city. You ain't got to worry about all the stuff that you bothered with down here and all the hurt and all the pain and all the suffering you went through here he said he's going to wipe all tears from their eyes and there'll be no more sorrow there I don't know about you but I want to keep the patience and the faith of the saints I want to go there and if we'll keep on holding on you'll see more of the Holy Ghost being poured out you'll see more people getting up and walking when they're not supposed to walk you're going to see eyes open when they can't see you're going to see ears open when they couldn't hear they're going to begin to hear you're going to see things you thought you would never see because God works in his own time and in his own way through the faith and the patience of the saints of God and it talks about how that the things that are given to us of those of past and that their faith patience of faith was given to us for examples so that we could see how that their faith in God wrought with patience and their patient waiting on God brought them deliverance in their lives. It was for an example for us to not lose our confidence which hath great recompense of reward because ye have need of patience. After you've done the will of God. Everybody say, I've done the will of God. 
at some point anyway. Hallelujah. Praise God. How many of you have always done the will of God every time? How many of you never missed the mark at all? Man, I tell you what, I'm just excited. I don't know about you. I'm just excited. I don't know what to think about it. All I know is that, Pastor Moore, God's got things greater than I can imagine. He's got it waiting on me, but if I can just hold on. Yes, if I can hold on, you know what? I'm going to reap a reward one day. Hallelujah. Not just over there, but here and there. Oh, hallelujah. Well, it's good to be in the house of the Lord. I'm so glad you came. You came just because y'all knew I was preaching. That's the only reason you came. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But no, I don't care about that stuff. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm whatever age he is. And uh, <laughs> hallelujah now. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> I am. <laughs> only he's going to get to that next number before I do. <laughs> hallelujah. He says he don't look like it, but he is. <laughs> Hallelujah. But, uh, but, you know, that stuff don't bother me. I don't care how it comes, who it comes through, or what. I just want it to happen. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't need to have nothing on. I don't need to be in a limelight or none of that stuff. All I need is to see God working. Just to know he's moving in the church. If I say the church, if I say I'm a part of the church, say I am a part of the church. And the church is going up. And the church is strong. And the church is mighty. Wanted to keep his mic, though, didn't he? <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Brother Ford. Appreciate him so much. God bless him. How true that is tonight. It's going to take patience. And as we watch this end time come, it may take some great patience. As we walk with God and the promises of the Lord to see God's and leads this church in this end time. But you know what? He's more than able to do it. We just got an ear to hear, heart to receive it, and the courage to walk with him. God's going to see us out of here. Amen. Amen. God bless you tonight. Let's take care of some birthdays. Got any birthdays tonight? All right. Look at him. Man, we got a, got a few up here, don't we?
That's right. Let's give them all a good hand here tonight. Thank God for birthdays. Praise the Lord. All right. Do appreciate all of you. Everyone, God bless them tonight. Man. Anniversaries. Got any no anniversaries? All right. All right. We didn't receive tithes and offerings. We'll just leave the offering plates out and let you bring them up as we close out tonight. And um, let me say thank you again for your response in this house. Amen. Brother Matt, you've done good tonight. Don't you lose anything. You hold on to it. What a great privilege. Amen. This morning, baptizing Brother Cade Roberts in the wonderful name of Jesus. I grabbed him when he walked through earlier. I said, what do you think about it, baby? <laughs> Hallelujah. Brand new baby. Thank God for him. Appreciate him so much. Appreciate each one of you. Let's pray for one another like never before. Pray for our backsliders. Let's pray for our county, our officials. Let's pray for the world that we're in. Our prayers can make the difference for each and every life that's in this place tonight. We love you. We appreciate you. We're for you. God bless you. We're just going to let you be dismissed in the fear of the Lord. God bless you.